Courtney. I'm Mel. And I'm Jen. And we're here to talk about all things light and random. From embarrassing moments and relationships to our most that came out of nowhere thoughts. Even though this isn't important, you should still listen anyway. Get ready to talk about all things unimportant. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello out there, everybody in podcast land. Oh, this is Melanie and Jen with This Isn't Important, episode number 10. Oh my gosh, we made it to 10. I can't believe we made it to 10. We're in my, double digits now. This is a big deal. My goal was to make it to four. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and now we're at 10. That's kind of a big deal. Yeah, we're exceeding. We're exceeding. We're a little late in uh, recording this episode. It was supposed to be not long after our vacations. <laughs> but it's been yes. like a month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been kind of a month. I, I uh, just to get you caught up on what's going on in my life right now. I just dropped my oldest off at college last week. It's been a week. And um, he is adjusting to college life but I don't think that he was quite ready for it to be crazy busy from the get-go. And it right, has yeah. been. Oh, really? he's, already, he's already like, it's my dad's birthday this weekend. So we were told him we would bring him home for my dad's birthday. And he's always like, already like, when you come to get me on Friday night, I'm like, I'm working. Well, can dad come get me early? I'm like, no. Oh, <laughs> when's his first day of class? He already had it. It was oh, Monday. Oh, he did? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, he had his first day of class and lacrosse practice has already started and their lifting schedule has already started. He thought he was going to be able to like ease into it. Right. And that did not happen. Oh, man. Well, how was his dorm and his uh, roommate? I met the roommate for maybe one minute. Okay. And I met his parents for maybe one minute. So I really don't know. His roommate's a baseball player. They seem to be getting along fine. Good. Um. But they had four full days of orientation before. So they had like, it was yeah. like really four and a half days because when we dropped him off, they had like this barbecue for all the parents. And then they're like, okay, bye. And then their orientation started at 6 p.m. that night. And yeah. Then there were four full days after that of orientation. And then he immediately started school. So has he gone to any parties yet? Do you know? I believe that there may have been a party. Ah, yeah. It might not have been a big one because I know he went to the lacrosse house where the seniors are on Saturday night. Oh, cool. Yeah. Where they, they were just supposed to be meeting each other. So I don't know exactly what went on there, but we'll see. So we're just praying that he does his best. He stays strong. It's just really getting the schedule going at this point for him. Yeah. It's a big adjustment. Mm-hmm. It is. And after having like a summer vacation where he was pretty much lazy to doing this, it's a lot for him. <laughs> he's going to do so well though. Yeah. He's going to do great. He, I talked to him today. He sounded tired and I'm just like, okay, you want to come home? Cause you want to sleep. I, I mean, I get it. <laughs> yeah. So he'll be home for two nights and then he goes back Sunday morning. So yeah. Nice. Well, mm-hmm. good. I know. So that's the big news in our house. That is big news. It is. I have just been hanging around here. A let, let me see. My sister is moving out of the country next week. 
in a matter of days, less than a week. And so I really haven't, I really hadn't processed it until like mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Then I started feeling sad because my sisters are like my best friends. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just can't believe she's going to be out of the country and she's taking my nieces with her <laughs> and my brother-in-law who I love. Mm-hmm. It just, I mean, it just really sucks, yeah. but it's a really exciting move. I mean, how many people really say that, oh, I got the opportunity to move out of the country for a couple years, you know? Yeah. That's amazing. Right. Yeah. And they're such, they're like an adventurous family and mm-hmm. Their kids are so easygoing. So I think it'll, I think it'll be actually really good for them. Yeah. I'm just, you know, being selfish. (laughs) I just want her here. When are we ever not selfish? Let's just be honest. (laughs) Yes. I know I am. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm not one. So I guess the flight there is like, I don't know, 14 hours, 15 hours, something like that. And I mentioned this last podcast that I'm not much of a vacation person, mm-hmm. which is why today's episode is on <laughs> vacations. You and I are going to be on two opposite ends of the spectrum <laughs> regarding vacations. I can feel it. <laughs> Shall we jump right into it? Yeah, why not? Okay. I think we need to talk about packing. Oh, gosh. Yes, packing. Okay. Okay. How come... I pack underwear like I'm going to pee my pants every day for a week. (laughs) I know. I must pack like this is how packing goes at my house. Okay. I do all the laundry. Okay. All of it. Like for the kids, me, my husband, everybody. And I pack. Well, my two older ones are packing themselves now. So I pack for the youngest one. And then sometimes I check to see what the middle one has packed because yeah. sometimes that's some interesting packing going on there. Right. The oldest one does it himself. And I swear that child packs three outfits and that's it. But that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. And then it gets to be like midnight and we're supposed to have our stuff in the car because we're leaving really early in the morning. Right. Packing me. And <laughs> I always pack like every single pair of underwear that's clean. Yeah. Every single pair. All of them. I don't know why. It's like I'm going to have some kind of underwear emergency or maybe we're going to get stuck on the side of the road for a long period of time. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) It's like and sometimes I go places with like a washing machine and I still do it. Although Mm -hmm. when I went on vacation this time, I did not bring enough underwear Mm -hmm. and I left the house. I went to stay at my parents overnight so we could Mm -hmm. leave early the next day. I looked at my stuff and realized, oh my gosh, I didn't pack enough undies and I had to go back to my apartment and pick up more underwear. (laughs) Well, you can always do what I do after I get everything packed and I'm like, I know we forgot something. I'll just buy it. Well, yeah. I'll just buy it. Yeah. When I get there, I'll just buy it. It'll be fine. I'll just buy it. And then my other thing is I always like to pack outfits for like certain things. Cause in my mind, these are the things that we're going to be doing on vacation. And you know what? We never do half of the things that I pack okay. outfits for. Same here. And, and I always like pack a dress and I'm like, Oh gosh, this would be perfect for like a cocktail party. But when am I going to go to a cocktail yeah, I party? Yeah. It, I, I mean, it's not that bad, but I, I always pack like activities 
activities Mm -hmm. because I'm like, oh, well, it's supposed to rain. We're going to be stuck inside. We're going to need activities. And it's like everyone just sits on their phone or like sits around and talks. You know, it's like you don't really need activities like this last time. I think I packed about five books Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I read maybe two chapters the Mm -hmm. whole time of one book the whole time I was there. It it was it was ridiculous. I, I'm such an overpacker. I also packed a whole 64 pack of colored pencils <laughs> and a sketchbook. Uh-huh. When was the last time I have doodled and used colored pencils and various Sharpies and different black pens with fine tips mm-hmm. and everything? I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not a good. I'm not a good artist either. Mm -hmm. And so it was ridiculous that I decided to pack that, but I did use it this time. Well, that's good. I also packed washer toss this year. It's like that. It's kind of like a beanbag. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like a beanbag game or whatever. I got it from five below and I was like, this will be so much fun Mm -hmm. to play at the beach, but it was like raining. So we were playing it inside and we had to make sure, like, luckily the washers were, like, plastic because we didn't mm-hmm. want to scrape up the floor in the hotel room. Anyway, right? it was just like, I, I'm such an overpacker. I brought my laptop, and I don't think I used my laptop once. Yeah, I brought my laptop. I only used it to check email. And then um, I did bring coloring books you know, like the adult ones yeah, yeah, and my colored pencils and all that stuff. And I think I pulled that out and actually colored twice Yeah, in the whole time that I was there. And I was there for two weeks. So I colored twice, but I'm kind of on this new kick of, I want to buy more coloring books. So I do I like too. go and buy them. And then it's like, oh, well, I need a sharpener for my colored pencils. And I'm like, you know what? I've used my colored pencils two times. Right. The two times I was in Maine. That's it. That's the way I am. That's exactly. I am just buying more and more and more of this stuff. I'm like, I need to actually finish a coloring book before I buy a new one. (laughs) Yeah, it's ridiculous. But I I know that I I like I'm definitely an overpacker, Mm -hmm. but I get that from my father Mm -hmm. who literally I tell the story one time I was riding into work with my dad and he brought his guitar with him to work like like he was like I said why do you have your guitar with you and he was like oh well I could play it on my lunch break no you will not play no, it on your lunch you're break. not gonna play it on your lunch break at work <laughs> in an office building in oh an my office. gosh even That's... with the door closed everybody's still gonna hear <laughs> I know how embarrassing is that mm-hmm. that's that's I don't even know what to say to that but so I get it from my dad yeah well I probably get it from my mom, but my husband is not an overpacker and he like will be packed in five minutes. Really? It annoys me. Whereas with me, I like start packing and an hour later I look at the time and I'm not done. And then I just take everything that fits that's near me and just throw it all in a suitcase and zip it up. That's it. Yeah. I, I try to be organized in the beginning and then it gets to be past a certain time and I'm like, okay, I'm done with this. And I just throw a whole bunch of stuff in there and I'm done with it. And that's it. Yeah. That's what's going. Yeah. I find packing kind of stressful. Mm-hmm. It's a pain. It is. Um, have you ever traveled 
with a boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. Not with my parents, though. Okay. All right. We need yeah, to talk about this. Yeah. I have traveled with a boyfriend. Uh, so in my in my relationship experience, I'm pretty sure that every time I travel with a boyfriend, there's always a fight at some point. <laughs> and it's usually my fault, I think. Mm-hmm. It's usually me not having my own space, Mm -hmm. being grumpy, being Mm -hmm. tired, not having my own food, Mm -hmm. not having my own blanket, my dog, whatever, my comforts of home. I don't have them. So I get in a bad mood. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. So someone someone is always angry at some point. But I remember one of my first... Well, actually, okay. My first trip that I took with a boyfriend, we went to Florida with his family and I was in such a bad mood because I was so hot. It was, I, people don't understand me and my pale skin and the freckles. They don't get along with Florida. Everyone's always talking about how great Florida is. I'm not interested in it. Mm-hmm. I can't do Florida. I was so hot the entire time. And it, we went in the, it was in the winter mm-hmm. here. I mean, I guess it's the winter at both places, but right. it, it was the winter, but it was hot there, you know? So I'm used to it being like 30 degrees and I get off the plane and it's 82 degrees. And, and I just, I just can't regulate my temperature. Mm-hmm. So all week I was grumpy and then I was getting sunburn and then I was like, oh, you know, I didn't have any time by myself. So I just remember that that was um, not the the best experience. It was like mm-hmm. a nice trip. And looking back, I think if I did it now, it would have been great. Yeah, I was I was like a teenager, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I I mean, I definitely made that. Uh, yeah. So that my happy. My, when my husband and I met, um, we started dating and then he invited me to go to Thanksgiving with his family in North Carolina. Okay. And they had a, well, his older brother, a family member had a big house in the Outer Banks and we had been dating for like three months at that point. Well, maybe was it three, three or four months and I hadn't met everybody yet and we traveled down there and I was immediately just put into the situation where we were all just staying in this big house. And um, we shared a room with his twin brother and his wife. And, but nobody was supposed to know it was a secret. I was supposed to be sleeping in with his sister. Oh, right. Yeah. And, her kids. <laughs> yeah. and then um, some of the sister-in-law's extended families were there. So it was like this big thing. And I was so intimidated like the whole weekend because I didn't really know anybody and yeah. I was new to the family and yeah. I didn't really know what to talk about because some of the people had kids and his younger brother and his girlfriend at the time who is now his wife were there and they were still in college and it was just like this whole thing and I was just I was very uncomfortable <laughs> but I tried to have the best time possible and um, that's really I just remember they tried to like bring me in and everything like that, but I was just uncomfortable because I wasn't used to this humongous family thing. 
hey. that was going on there because our family get-togethers are usually not that huge. So I, I was very intimidated for sure. Can, can I tell you something? What? <laughs> I am going on a family trip with Joe and his family next weekend. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm nervous. Yeah. The thing is... But you guys have been together for a year. Yes. He and I had been together for like three or four months. The thing is, I love Joe's family. Mm-hmm. Like everyone who I've met, I really liked. And we're going with his parents. And I love his parents. Yeah. They're the best. Well, I so, love Tim's whole family, but I didn't really know all of them at the time. So it was. Right. It was brand new. It was an immediate like get to know you session, but it was over like an entire weekend. So it wasn't like an evening dinner where you got to know people. Right. 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 Yeah. Whatever. It was like the whole weekend. That's so it was, it was, it was rough. It was hard. Yeah. I don't I think, it. I don't think I would do well in that kind of a situation. Mm-hmm. I've met, you know, Joe's parents enough times where I, I really like them. So mm-hmm. I think that, you know, this is definitely the way to do it, but we're going to a family reunion. And like, from my understanding, it's going to be a lot of people mm-hmm. and it's like a couple, a couple days we're going to be there. I like took off work. Um, so I think it'll be fun, mm-hmm. but I am kind of nervous. Do you know, um, like I said, I, I tend to like get in a really bad mood when I don't have my own space and like comforts of home and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of afraid I'm going to be like, you know, Stassi on Vanderpump rules how she <laughs> calls it. Her dark passenger, her uh-huh. dark passenger comes yeah. out and she like goes crazy and mm-hmm. like cries and gets all emotional and yells at her boyfriend and stuff like that. I'm, I'm nervous that that's going to happen. I'm, I'm mm. really, really nervous. Now, for me, I'm just when I'm in the situations where there's a lot of people and this is still true to this day when it's like a large family get together, even with my own family or anything like that with the extended family from another state and various other people. I am not really one to be the center of all of it. When it's a smaller group, I don't mind being right there with everybody and everything like that. I turn into an introvert as soon as we get to be in a larger group and I feel intimidated. Me too. I was just telling somebody that the other day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, and it doesn't, it, it doesn't matter how nice the people are. Like they can be, they can be the nicest group of people Mm -hmm. ever. And I just get so nervous when there's Mm -hmm. like a large group of people. Yeah. And I feel like I'm going to say something stupid. stupid yeah. I'm going to, you know, <laughs> and now we just do it on a podcast. Some, yeah. Now I do it on a <laughs> podcast. So people are, you know, my family members are going to listen to this and be like, oh my God, I didn't know. That, 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 that. Well, you, you didn't know. And I don't really tell anybody any of this kind of stuff, but I, I, I get worried when I get into larger groups and, and I don't normally speak up a whole lot because I, I'm worried about what I'm going to say is going to be taken the wrong way or I'm going to offend somebody or something I've done is going to offend somebody or something like that. So I'm kind of like this behind the scenes little person going along there, like helping clean up and, you know, stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. So let's talk about um, some horror horror stories that I've had with with boyfriends on (laughs) on trips. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So the first one I kind of mentioned that I was just so freaking hot in Florida that I just, I just couldn't hang. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and on that same trip, I was 
so miserably homesick. Mm-hmm. And my dog of like 14 years had just died like three days before. And it was Thanksgiving and I was away from my family and away mm-hmm. from my dog. Mm-hmm. And I cried like every day, but I tried to cry in secret. But I think everyone was like, look at this girl who's this like crying, crying every yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Her face is all puffy. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I'm so embarrassed for who I used to be, but it's OK. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. There was one trip that I, okay, I went to a boyfriend's hometown for his wedding of a family member. Mm-hmm. And it was like nice, cute. It was the first time I was, oh God, it was the first time I was meeting, I think it was his mom and dad. Uh-huh. And, um, So we went to like the rehearsal dinner and it went well. And then the next day we went to the wedding. And for one, I was totally underdressed because he told me it was casual. So obviously I wore like a nice little dress with some flats. Like Uh I still dressed up, but he was like, you don't even have to do that. The groomsmen are wearing jeans. Like Uh it's so casual. Uh So I wore just like a little sundress. Oh my gosh, I should have been wearing a cocktail dress. I felt so underdressed. And then, oh my God, he left to take pictures during cocktail hour Mm -hmm. with the wedding party. And I knew no one Mm -hmm. there. And I was all by myself in a room full of all of these people. I didn't even know who they were. Mm -hmm having cocktail hour and you know cocktail hour you're supposed to like mingle it's not like just sitting at a table yeah so like I I had nowhere to go nothing to do and I had a panic attack and I had to go into the bathroom and and it wasn't helpful going into the bathroom because there are all these women in the bathroom like putting Mm -hmm. themselves together and everything and I had to call my mom and I was like oh my gosh he left me and she was like he left you he broke up with you and I was like no he's taking pictures and I don't know who anyone is (laughs) back and I think like Melanie you just should have sucked it up and gone up and you know introduced yourself I mean I kind of did but I should have done a better job however I also look back and I think yeah that was really messed up for him to just like leave me like that like if you're gonna leave me you gotta leave me with somebody like oh this is my friend whoever Mm -hmm. do you mind hanging out with Melanie for a little bit until I get back yeah so that was horrendous but I would say the worst um the worst one that my family still laughs about is that we went on this family trip to the beach um years ago like I don't know a long time ago and I brought my boyfriend at the time on this trip and we're so excited my boyfriend's excited it's a beach trip it's a family trip everyone in my family really gets along they like him he likes them we get there and somebody somebody referred to it the other day we we they mentioned it as the trip from hell (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't the trip from hell, but it started off with my boyfriend had these really expensive flip flops. They were like rainbows or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. they're, I don't know. They were like $75 at the mm-hmm. time, like the best of the best. Yeah. So 
my dad is unpacking the cart, you know, like the Mm -hmm. cart that all your luggage is on. We get to the hotel. We're all excited. He's unpacking the cart. Um, few minutes go by. I walk up to the door and I realize that my dad used my boyfriend's brand new sandal to prop open the door and scratched it up and like, like, t- <laughs> like took chunks of the rubber out of the shoe and stuff like that. Oh gosh. I was like, oh my gosh, dad, I can't believe you did this. And he was like, what did I do? And I was like, you used his shoe. And he was like, I'll buy him another shoe. It's not. And mm-hmm. I was like, these are like $75. And he was yeah. like, $75 for some flip flops. I had no idea. So he did that. And then there wasn't enough like room for him. And we weren't allowed to share a bedroom, obviously on family vacay. So he had to sleep on the pullout couch in the living room. So he really had no privacy. And then my brother-in-law blew up the bathroom, had a little, t- <laughs> had a little tummy, <laughs> he had a little tummy trouble. Um, and he told me to tell, he told me to tell everyone on the podcast. He was like, tell them how I blew up the bathroom that one time. And then my boyfriend went in right after mm-hmm. <laughs> And it was so embarrassing. And then uh, my boyfriend, you know, we went to the grocery store and he bought some like special fancy cheese because he was like a fancy guy and he liked the he liked the best of the best fancy cheese it was what like the heck is that <laughs> i just eat it from you know you get the chunk of cheese in the wrapper and you cut it up that's my idea of fancy cheese no it was like it was havarti oh havarti havarti cheese and it was like more expensive than all the other cheeses mm-hmm. <laughs> so he buys this and he puts it in the drawer in the fridge and a couple days later he goes to have some Havarti cheese and it's gone oh my gosh and my sister and brother-in-law the one who blew up the bathroom had eaten (laughs) all of his fancy cheese (laughs) and they used it probably why he blew up the bathroom (laughs) (laughs) and they used it for like to put on like a bologna sandwich. Oh my like, gosh. <laughs> I know. Or they like folded little pieces of it and like put it on cheese nips or like oh jeez. <laughs> potato chips or something. It just says like snacks. And he was gonna mm-hmm. like drink it with some nice like gin or you know, or eat it while yeah. drinking gin and that looking at the ocean or something like oh, that. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it some was, kind of bougie, classy thing. Yeah. We're perfectly fine having a beer and a piece of our chunk cheese. <laughs> With some bologna. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was just, it was, it was funny. I mean, I yeah. think it's so funny. And to be honest, he was such a good sport about it. He was a really, right. he was a really nice guy, but it was yeah. just like, oh my gosh my we were just so embarrassing and then we all drove around because we wanted to go to a family dinner and we couldn't decide where to go and we literally drove around in a straight line for like an hour and 15 minutes and my dad would be like we could go there and someone would be like no I don't want to go there (laughs) and then he'd be like how about that (laughs) I remember one of my brothers in lobby and like oh my gosh just (laughs) pick a place that's 
us on our family vacations every single time. That's what we do. And it's so embarrassing. And it's like, why can't we just pick a place? Like if it's not good, it's not good. And then right. we got, we got hangry. Yeah. You end up at like Wawa getting subs yes. and taking them back to the room. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then my dad gets mad because we didn't try someplace new and we're all the way on vacation and we came right. here and why are we going to the same places we can go to back at home? Yeah. Uh, and it's just like my poor boyfriend, he was just like, he was so much classier than that. <laughs> and it just, uh, it was just an epic fail. Yeah. But I do remember one time I went to a, um, I went to New York with him. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, we went to New York city and we stayed at the Ondas hotel mm-hmm. in New York city. It was the most beautiful hotel I've ever stayed in. Mm-hmm. And it was so good. I wish I, I wish I could describe it to you. It was right by the New York public library. It was in the perfect location. I felt like I was in sex in the city. Mm-hmm. The room was gorgeous. Um, it was like the bathroom was all glass and I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but it was fabulous. And then a couple years later, I was watching a millionaire matchmaker mm-hmm. <laughs> and they went there on Millionaire Matchmaker, oh, wow. and they had their little cocktail party to meet to meet the dates or whatever at that exact same hotel. And I was like, "Whoa, this is bougie! I love it. That's that place that I stayed with the with the boyfriend." That's awesome. So not all my trips with boyfriends no. were bad. Now I have a couple of things that this is actually brought up. So first, before I share about this, I have to say. Andrew and Allison, if you guys listen to this, I love your wedding. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. And I had, it it was really beautiful. And I did have a very good time. However, this was another trip with my boyfriend, but we had had a child together at this point and had kind of gotten back together right before I had the child. This is your husband. This is my husband now. Yeah. 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 But he wasn't my (laughs) husband then. Right. 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 Yeah. And, um, I was going to his younger brother's wedding in North Carolina. I went with him. He was a groomsman. We were staying in the hotel with the whole family and everybody. So we get back together. I have a brand new baby. I don't even think he's six months old at that point. Oh, gosh. And he disappears because it's time for him to do his groomsman duties. And the groomsmen are all downstairs playing poker. So I'm up in the room, like setting up the pack and play and, you know, getting everything together and right. all that kind of stuff. And not everybody had met my son at that point either. So it was still kind of like this new thing. And right. nobody really didn't understood what was going on with us. We didn't even understand what was going on with us at that point. But we were there. We were back together. We had a kid. We were going to make, make a go of it. So the whole weekend was very much like me doing stuff with his family, with my kid and stuff like that. And he was gone. Like he was playing golf and getting drunk with his brothers and the groomsmen, or it was rehearsal dinner and we were doing whatever. Or the biggest thing was it was time for the wedding. Okay. He had to be there at a certain time. So he left. He had played golf in the morning and then he came back and then he left with the other groomsmen And I had the car for me to go to the church. Well, no one left me the directions to the church. (gasps) 
so I happened to meet up with my other sister-in-law who had just had a baby and her baby was younger than mine. So um, Zach and his cousin Lindsay are the same age, but right, within yeah. months, like two months of each other. So I, she came, had come with her parents. So she was riding with her parents over there. So I was following them and a light came, they made it through and no! I did it. <laughs> no. And somehow, some way, I swear it's God guided me to that church. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. I was like, oh my God, what do I do? Do I turn around? Do I do this? I don't know where I'm going. I have no directions. I don't remember how to get to back, go back to the hotel. I wanted to cry, but finally I get there and I pull in and they had just pulled in. And like, oh my gosh, we're so sorry. We lost you. Blah, 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 blah. So then we go into the church with our babies and I'm sitting there and they didn't want anybody making any noise because oh no when you had a baby I did and they were because they were recording the ceremony and the ceremony was beautiful they had um this lady sings beautiful song and everybody was dressed beautifully and my child decides to make noise (laughs) (laughs) so I they had shown us for the rehearsal like what door you could go out to go out in the hallway if your kids started to make noise. So I spent most of the ceremony, except for the beginning when the bride came down the aisle, um, in the hallway. hallway. (laughs) Yeah. And then after that, it was fine because we went to the reception, and then um, my sister in law's parents were actually really nice, and they watched my son so that I could go to the reception and have a oh, good time. Oh, that's nice. That worked out really, really great. And the reception was a whole lot of fun. And we just had a really a blast and everything. And then I remember this one lady coming up to me telling me I had to come and try and catch the bouquet. And I was trying to hide. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Not that I didn't want to marry my husband. But I think you were the, I, weren't you the next person to get married, probably? Yes. Yeah. And that went in that in that family. Yes, I was, but I wasn't engaged at the time or anything like that. I didn't get engaged until, I don't know, it might've been Halloween of that year. Cause I got engaged on Halloween. Okay. Um, so yeah, but yeah, (laughs) so it, it was, I just, it was just another time where I was on a vacation where I just felt really, really awkward. It just made me think of that. And it's not that the wedding was not beautiful. Not that I didn't have a good time or anything like that. It was just me feeling awkward because of the situation that was current going right. on in my no, life. That's exactly, and, um, that's exactly that's the that. way it goes. It's hardly ever like something specific that somebody does. It's like right. your own insecurities, right. your own awkwardness. Yeah. And like, I look back on all of these times and like my boyfriends were good, you mm-hmm. know, they did they acted like normal guys. Mm-hmm. They weren't being really mean or anything like right. that. It's not like we got in some huge fight. It was just little things that mm-hmm. added up. Yeah. And I have, um, we used to travel to New York every year at Christmas time. Right. Yeah. Every year for years, ever since I was in high school, we did it. And, um, New York City holds tons and tons of memories for my mom and my aunt and I. That was a trip we would always go on. One of my cousins would come along with us there. Um, We just always had the best time. We would go see the Rockefeller tree. We would go to the the new Christmas spectacular that they have at Radio City and all that kind of stuff. It's always a magical, magical place. Shopping in Macy's, getting lost in Macy's because you can easily get lost in there because it's a huge department store. Right, yeah. Um, we used to go to Chinatown and my Ooh. aunt would buy 
um, all kinds of jewelry and stuff there back before gold got to be crazy expensive. We would eat in Little Italy and do all the things like that. But there was a time when we would get in, we were into buying the knockoff purses, purses yes. and watches. Yeah, that now, was a big we, deal. It was. When we first started going there, they were out there in the open and you could just get them. But then each year it got more and more and more sketchy, secure because they were cutting down on it. Yeah. So people, you know how on sometimes on movies you see the guys that come up to you with the coats and they just like open them up. Yeah, yeah. And you can see that was for real. Yeah. For real happens on the street in New York. And anyway, so (laughs) one time we were walking down the street and they had polo sweatshirts, except for they weren't selling them in the little vendor spots. There were these older women walking down the street with like these grocery cart looking things that were covered over at the top. And they would say, they they would go real quietly, polo, 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 (laughs) polo. And then they'd open up the top and it's full of polo sweatshirts and you can buy them for like 10 or $15. And then if a policeman was coming by or something, they would cover it back up again and start walking. And then we started looking for the knockoff purses. And that's where I would buy all of mine. I would buy a number of them from there. Yeah. So we would have to, you know, I would ask in the store. And then the, the person who was running the store would like look all around, like to make sure that there were no cops around. And then they'd take you through this false wall into the back room of the store. Oh, my gosh. That's scary. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm going to get killed back here. But um, anyway, so I would get purses that way. And then the last time I went, I went with, well, the last time I went looking for purses, because I kind of stopped after this next little story I'm going to tell you, because I was not going to do it. But at that point, I was married. I think I was pregnant with my middle son, and Zach was there for his first time. And we just happened to mention to somebody, and they said, you have to follow this person really quietly you have to like follow this person. So my mom and my aunt and I (laughs) follow the person and leave my mom and my son on the street in Chinatown (laughs) shopping. And we go back behind this row of shops into what looks like an abandoned building. And we're walking up these stairs. And the whole time I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I'm, I'm getting sold into the sex trade. Like something terrible is happening here. And we get up, you know, to the second flight and the door opens and that's like what was an apartment and all the different rooms are like different stalls where you can buy the knockoff purses from. So that was the last time that I did it. Cause I, after that, I was like, if I get arrested, cause I was married and my husband is in law enforcement. I'm like, (laughs) if I get arrested, I'm going to have to call him. here and explain what I was doing. And I'm like, this is not worth it. So I will not do that. <laughs> you would have had to be like, you're not buying me a real Louis Vuitton. So I had to get a fake one. Uh huh. Went to jail because of it. That's how desperate I, I am. That's how desperate I am. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that doing that stuff is, is dangerous, but very mm-hmm. exciting at the same time. It was. Very I remember exciting. when I was in England, um, I was, I was visiting my sister who was in England at the time, and it was the first time I was there. I was single, and I was on all of the dating apps. And so mm-hmm. when I got to England and I was on her Wi-Fi, I was like, "Oh, let's do the dating apps in England and get a nice <laughs> London boy." 
Mm-hmm. And I matched with like all of these cute guys in England mm-hmm. and they all were like, chatting me up and like oh I was the American it was so cool and then they were like asking me all about you know where I lived and what was going on in America and everything because I think it was kind of like a mess in the uh, worldly news then at the time very much like it is right now (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) I would say it was better then probably um, (laughs) anyway and I remember this one guy he asked to meet me at a pub Uh uh-huh and Heather, my sister, was like, go, 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 come on. And my so it's just... like, go, let me live vicariously <laughs> through you. <laughs> yes. And she had a baby, so she couldn't she couldn't come. It was like mm-hmm. bedtime or whatever. And my mom was there. My mom wasn't gonna come. And my mom was like, No, no, you can't go. You can't go. And I was like, No, I can't. That's so dangerous. Heather, I'm in a foreign land. Like I <laughs> I could not go on a date. And Heather's like, come on, I'll drop you off. It's fine. I never went, but I kind of wish I did. Mm-hmm. Because it would have made a good story. What a great story yeah, that would have been. a great story. To yeah. go on a blind date in an English pub. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, my husband and like- I met on a blind date. See, missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. I could have yeah. met, I could have met my future husband. No, because you have the right person right now. <laughs> you know, the reason why I I tell these stories about like old boyfriends and bad mm-hmm. dates and stuff like mm-hmm. that is because Joe thinks it's hilarious. He loves listening to them. He literally uh-huh. doesn't have a jealous bone in his body. And it really bothers me sometimes. I always yeah. say, can you pretend like you like me? And just like, just like a act second. like you like me. So people <laughs> think that you're like actually in love with your girlfriend for a uh-huh. minute. And he's like, no, I, I do love you. It's just, I, I just, I'm not a jealous guy. I think all your stories are funny. And I like to hear about your dating experiences before mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, people are going to be yeah. like, wow, she's talking about her ex-boyfriends a lot. She probably doesn't like her current boyfriend. But no, I love him. No, I love my husband very, very much. And he's wonderful. And I know I've told a whole bunch of terrible stories today. So please forgive me, everybody in his family, for having those feelings. Please forgive us. I love you all very, very much. <laughs> but <laughs> there was some interesting times. I'm sure everybody has them. I'm sure they have their own weird stories about me and, you know, stuff like that. But um, yeah, my, my husband's very much like, your boyfriend where he's like not jealous ever right and he actually you know thinks some of the stuff is funny and eggs me on sometimes right exactly and then he'll eventually you'll always know when it's time to be done because he'll be like i think that's enough oh (laughs) really okay he'll be like i think that's enough or he'll start making fun of me or what I'm saying, because I've gone over the top or over the edge with what right, I, yeah. how I'm reacting or whatever. Yeah. It's normally when I overreact, he'll be like, yeah, that's really going to happen, Jennifer. That's really going to happen. Just like that. That's exactly <laughs> it. You've got it. That's exactly what's going to happen. I'm glad you figured it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, Joe, he always, Joe always says, um, I'm always like freaking out about something, panicking. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I say like, I'm so sad because this is happening and this is happening mm-hmm. and this is happening. And Joe always says like, 
it's okay. It could be so much worse. And yeah. I'm like, I know it could be so much yeah. worse, but it's pretty bad right now. I know. I get it. I and get then, it. And then he makes me feel bad because I'm like, yeah, I know it could be so much worse. And then he's like, you have a wonderful life, an amazing family, a boyfriend that loves you, the perfect dog, a good job. Mm -hmm. And then he starts like naming all of these things off. And I'm like, well, if you say it like that, my life seems pretty great. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I, I hear that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Sure. Well, this, this podcast is getting a little long. Um, yeah. We we're got, now rambling about silly stuff. We are. <laughs> we are. But I think people like that. So it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so that was our vacation slash travel slash um, being in very awkward situations with mm -hmm. boyfriends <laughs> or their families. Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Cross your fingers that my family trip with Joe next week goes well. I think mm -hmm. it will. I'm it'll be fine. I'm kind of looking forward to it to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um I think it'll be a nice time. Like I said, yeah. I really like his family. Obviously love him. Mm -hmm. So I think it'll be good. But you know, my dark passenger angry emotional Melanie could come out. So uh mm -hmm. I'm trying to keep her at bay. Yeah. My mom told me to make make sure I bring snacks mm -hmm. so that I don't get in a bad mood. <laughs> You know, the other thing you can do, and this is what I do, is when I feel like I'm starting to get grumpy or annoyed at a situation, I'll go take an Advil. <laughs> and that will, that normally takes care of it right there. I'll just be like, okay, it's time to go take an Advil. Let me just take an Advil timeout for just a couple minutes. <laughs> and I think that's a good place to hang uh -huh. out. <laughs> All right, guys, we will be back for episode 11. Yay. Yeah. Bye. Well, that was fun. I know. I feel so official. Guys, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. You know how to do that. <laughs> no, but I can definitely figure it out. Fake it till you make it. Okay. Only rate and review if you liked the podcast. If not, just keep it to yourself. Bye. I'm hanging up now.